0: How do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. My eyes don't look like that. Try to calm down, Kelly Beth. So I got my eyes. Where are my eyes? I'm coming for you, Rachel. And this time, I'll catch you. <laughs> Hi, Cammie. Hello, Kaylee. Welcome so to behind. our first draft of season 11, episode 7 of Glitter and Gore.
1: Yeah, no, mm. that's not what happened at all. Kim and I probably were just, re- we, we recorded for like 20 minutes and I realized that my audio stopped recording after 8. Yay! So yeah. um, we're starting over. <laughs> Which is fine because actually we were going to cut a lot of it anyways, but super annoying.
0: The behind the scenes what you magic of was... podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
1: The moral of the story is, I stayed home from work today because I had a sciatica flare-up and I am in pain. And that was the big story there. We talked about our Valentine's plan, which is I watched a movie and hung out with Erica and we ordered pizza.
0: Cammie, how are you? I'm good. Yesterday was Valentine's Day and also Drink Master John's birthday. Today he gave us a gold rush to drink, which is bourbon, honey, syrup, and lemon juice. Yesterday, I celebrated Valentine's Day with my boyfriend, and we <laughs> ate pizza and watched Ken Burns' documentary about the Civil War. Speaking of that, that's my pick of the week. This week, because I love <laughs> documentaries. So Don't you love documentaries, Kaylee? Yeah, you know,
1: um, Civil War. I went ghost hunting in Gettysburg. You and sure was- did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, so I did go sunning in Gettysburg when we were talking about the Civil War. And I talked about this where definitely had some spooky experiences when I was there, and that was spooky. And then, literally, this is we're giving you the recap. This episode is going to be so short now that we've done this to ourselves, aka I've done this to us. <laughs> Beautiful. I did also bring up the documentary Serial Killer Culture because that movie makes me, I mean, people. Who are that into serial killers and are cosplaying them make me really uncomfortable and mm-hmm. I hate it.
0: Yeah, same.
1: But the documentary is very fascinating, but it's in like a, what the beep way, not like a,
0: wow, these people Definitely. are making a lot of sense. And when I first watched that documentary, I was like, okay, cool. Like I was into it. I was like, you know, at the height of my like true crime serial killer shit, you know. Um oh yeah. And as the years have gone by, I have I don't know if I've just gotten like more sensitive in my old age or what, but I just the whole true crime thing doesn't really sit well with me anymore. Just when when people are really insensitive about it, it 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 sort of bums me out. But yeah. I one of my my favorite podcasts
1: is The First Degree, which is everything that they talk about is the people who are telling the stories have experienced it. Like, they, they are one degree away from the case uh-huh. or whatever, they're, whatever the, to the true crime is. And that's one of my favorites It's giving people close to the case an opportunity to speak uh-huh. and tell their story, which I really like. Um, my pick of the week is... Um, yesterday Erica and I hung out for Valentine's Day because what else are you going to do when everybody else is in relationships and we're both single and we're like, we're just going to have a girl's night. So we watched the Gallows Act 2, which is the sequel to the Gallows. But what is interesting is that this movie is definitely a B movie. Like it didn't need to be made type of thing. Uh huh but it was still entertaining. Good. It really played off of the whole like Charlie Charlie game that was really viral for a while, so it kind of dates the movie, but you know. Yeah, it is what it is. But, yeah. You know, it was it was a fun it's a fun B movie to watch. It's not crazy high recommending, but it's my pick. And before we dive into our topic today, I am going to give you um our co-star for today.
0: Or what? Are you ready for this game? Huh?
1: Our co-star for today. Our co-star. Our
0: co-star. Oh, what co-star it says for us today audience i'm not hearing so well today um both of my ears (laughs) are plugged (laughs) so if i sound like an old lady going like huh what that's why um i'm really sorry and okay i Uh, i'm doing my best
1: are you are you ready for our co-star today because again it likes to bully us are you
0: ready oh god what does it say
1: you and cammy tend to have difficulty communicating yeah you and Cammy often have trouble understanding each other and may need to take a continuous effort to communicate. It's
0: because my ears so- are fucking plugged, <laughs> of course we're having problems. Oh my god.
1: Um you prefer oh. you prefer asking questions and answering them while Cammy would rather be lonely than boring.
0: <laughs> I got that exact one for me and you like 2 weeks ago. Wow!
1: Silence between words can communicate how you feel about each other.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe we're not having trouble communicating directly with each other. We're having trouble with our audio today.
1: Yeah. Oh no! I, maybe that, that's, that's why how it I had to read it. Because it was so funny. Wow! Oh, absolutely. For that, yes.
0: Oh, you want to hear yes. mine uh, about you? Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, let's let's hear it.
0: KJ can touch your heart without you trying to control what it means. I don't really know what that means. Uh, hmm, KJ's door is open for you right now, and so are all of their windows. Have fun without overthinking it. But also on your <laughs> end, we're having trouble communicating. Yeah, but hey, come on in anyways. <laughs> Something's not right. It's almost like astrology so that was is kind me. of bullshit. Hot no, tank. don't say that to me. Sorry.
1: Don't say that to me. Um, no, so what I think yours is saying is that you were you were allowed to come over here today, but we decided to record remotely.
0: That's definitely it.
1: You're right. Yeah. Yes. Oh, for sure. Thank you,
0: But Co-star. for today's
1: topic, yeah, CoStar, our podcast is sponsored, not sponsored by CoStar um, because it likes to bully us every day. Yeah. But because we, me, me, screwed up my audio, we I mean, had to start over. We're going to jump to our topic way sooner today, which I'm sure you, some of you really appreciate. But today we are going to be talking about the Oscars in relation to the horror genre, seeing that the Oscars are a week from today, so or maybe they are today. It's coming out right around the Oscars, that's why we're doing this episode.
0: Yes, secret, we're we're recording really ahead
1: of time, so I don't know dates. I just know it's coming. I know someone's coming out. Um, so Cammy, yep. What fun facts do you have for me about how the Oscar feels about the horror genre?
0: Um, so here's the deal.
1: <clears throat> okay if if
0: you are a horror movie you're probably if anything going to be nominated for makeup and hairstyling <clears throat> if that i have a, a list of all the horror movies oh, yes. that have Tell won me. makeup and hairstyling um i i don't have a list of all the ones that have been nominated i just looked up the i winners. could
1: not oh, excuse me i could not find a list with all of them nominated i've tried i tried many times today
0: yeah it's I don't know. I don't know. But um, they're all a bunch of losers anyway, so it's fine. <laughs>
1: Boo. I'm just
0: kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, if you haven't already, by the way, good people, the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards do still exist. They just don't televise them. Yes. Um, and you can go vote <laughs> for them right now if you want. I put my ballot in last week. Um, I don't know if. It's still available to do by the time this episode comes um, out. But Kaylee, if you haven't done I, it yet, go do it.
1: I haven't. But what's really funny is, so we, you know, we I just edited that episode where we, where came and asked the question, and then I'm literally on Twitter the next day, and I go, I sent her a screenshot. I'm like, "Yep, they're still real. They're they still, still happening.
0: Exist, yes. <laughs> um. So the first, which thank movie goodness to that at ever least... win, the. Best Makeup and Hairstyling Oscar was An American Werewolf in London. Rick Baker's work in An American Werewolf in London won. Um, after that, a few years later, The Fly, which... Yeah, Justifiably
1: duh. so. Um,
0: Beetlejuice, Bram Stoker's Dracula in 1992, and then uh, The Wolfman, which, Baker, which Rick Baker also won for. Fun little fact about that. Rick Baker won his first and last Oscars for werewolf movies. After he made The Wolf Man, he retired. And he's been living happily in retirement, I... doing his own thing. If you don't follow him on Instagram, it's a hoot. He's always making his own stuff. It's fun.
1: I love that fact. I think that's, very, that's a very full circle moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't want to move on from talking about the hair and makeup yet because I think that there's a lot to note
0: with that. Uh-huh.
1: Um I feel like the horror genre and then like historical are like the two that like really thrive in that Yes. In those like in that category. Uh-huh. Um I mean American Werewolf in London, duh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Yeah. All the, the the five you listed it's like, well duh. Well, of course. If they didn't win I would be like, what?
0: Exactly. Did, did you watch the same movie I did? Yeah, and then um, Bram Stoker's Dracula is kind of a double whammy um, in that regard. It it also won for Best Costuming um, and Sound Design, but Bram Stoker's Dracula specifically is such a technical marvel of a movie that... Yeah. And also it was directed by by Francis Ford Coppola. So you've got, like, the man who directed, like, some of the greatest movies that have ever been made.
1: Apocalypse Now. Yeah,
0: and, like the godfather and the godfather part two like he's he is oh, yeah. a mensch when it comes to directing films so of course he was going to get nominated for Brom, Stoke, a whole Dracula. Dynasty, that family what
1: that whole family has a dynasty is a dynasty for, for real film. yeah
0: nepo babies as far as the eye can see it's incredible and they're all good at what they do it is and they're, exactly. and they're
1: phenomenal at what they do
0: right sofia coppola Nicolas yeah. cage i could go on
1: gia coppola
0: yeah Boom. sure
1: <laughs> that's like oh my gosh that's his granddaughter uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah uh-huh. that, um, the coppolas then, uh, are like the kennedys of hollywood
1: yeah um apocalypse now came into my brain because i remember in college watching the documentary about the making oh of hearts apocalypse of darkness
0: now. i love that document uh-huh. documentaries fuck yeah we're uh, we're going here. Yeah, that's why I it up. it's so good <laughs> I felt so bad for everybody who worked on that movie. It must yeah. have been a nightmare. Oh,
1: yeah. Did you watch that in film class at MCC? Because I did. Yeah. Look mm-hmm. at us. Same,
0: same, same. I wonder what Dr. Derscheid is doing right now. I'm sure you um, watched it in his class, right? Giving people
1: still... What? Did you watch That oh, yeah, in yeah, his Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did ask you that already. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, I asked you that at the beginning. <laughs> Cammy really can't hear. I can't um, hear
0: today. I I thought no. <laughs> I was using my good ear, but my good ear is also clogged. So
1: <sighs> The dogs are barking. Everything is a mess. I'm This episode is going to be hard of disaster. hearing. This is so funny. <laughs> We're a mess. We're really broken today. We're broken today. It's fine. It's true.
0: So, yeah, um typically horror movies aren't nominated for acting. Um, or like screenplays, or directing. But they, but they have been. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, there, there are several that have, you know, made the cut, and it, <laughs> several that have gone on to be good enough to not be considered a horror movie, so that it can be nominated for an Oscar. I e, The Exorcist. So freaking dumb. The Silence of the Lambs. So freaking dumb. Yeah. Uh, the The Exorcist was nominated for ten Oscars, if I'm not mistaken, and they won uh two of them. They won for best sound design and adapted screenplay. There was like a whole bunch of drama because originally Linda Blair was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. And she was Okay. She was nominated at the Oscars still for Best Supporting Actress. But after it had been announced that she was nominated, it came out that she wasn't saying most of her lines. She was lip syncing them and um God, Mercedes Cambridge, that was her name right, was mm-hmm. um did did Reagan's lines and she wasn't credited in the credits. And Ooh. there's a whole thing with that because uh the director of The Exorcist, whose name is has left my mind completely, um hold on. It's coming to me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. William Friedkin. Um, <laughs> there it there is. There you go. God, he, you got it. He um, he says that she didn't want to be credited for her lines, and she says that's bullshit. So.
1: Oh, good. I don't know who
0: to believe. Um, I would probably be- believe Mercedes McCambridge over him, but um I digress. Anyway uh yeah so linda blair did not win because there was a whole thing about like if she wins it's gonna be bullshit because she didn't speak most of her lines which in hindsight is stupid because linda blair really she was like 13 when they filmed that movie and she really gave it her all she was put through the ringer for that movie she absolutely deserved to be on that list
1: when I think of her performance, I don't think of the lines she's speaking. I'm thinking of the actual...
0: The physical performance that she's putting on. Yes. Yeah. Thank
1: you. That's exactly what I was trying to say.
0: Exactly. And like, you know, it's not that she's not... It's not like she's not saying those lines when they're filming the movie. Just because right. it's a different voice right. dubbed over her voice doesn't mean that she didn't put in the work. Like, if it was an animated movie, sure. Yeah and she oh, right. wasn't the Cooling. voice actress <laughs> that would make sense but yeah it just it i don't know so a lot of people were really upset that she was she was nominated in the first place so she didn't end up winning Rude. for that one but yeah it won for sound design and adapted screenplay which it absolutely deserved that movie is
1: so good oh 100% so good and it is horror i don't care what anyone says um fatal attraction was nominated for six oscars in 1988 and didn't win a single one
0: wow that's surprising isn't it yeah that movie's very oscar-y you know what i mean
1: uh-huh, um, uh-huh. oh yeah
0: yeah and of course both sleepy hollow and sweeney todd won for best art direction i feel like every time tim burton As makes a movie the movie is thrown into the best art direction category he can really you know He can really art direct a movie. He's not nominated. It's his, you know, his art director. But still, it's always... His movies. His movies are always so visually stunning. um, Regardless of what it looks like. Like when he made Big Um, Fish, I think Big Fish was nominated for Best Picture. It didn't win. Yes, it was. But it definitely deserved to be up there. God, I love that movie. So
1: I am going to jump us over to the best actor and actress category
0: the what sorry (laughs) best (laughs) actor
1: and actress ah
0: thank you let's see
1: so um natalie portman won for black swan Mm
0: -hmm. and so did kathy bates for misery um right which yeah hell yeah (laughs) she's so fucking good Um,
1: in both of them. In both of those movies. So yeah, so Natalie Portman's performance in Black Swan is chilling. Yeah. Um, I know that that's I mean, that, that definitely, I mean, I consider it horror, but it is also thriller for sure. But I would still, I would classify it as a horror first, but she is just chilling in that movie, that whole movie. Yeah. Especially, like, there's some of, like, the body horror stuff when she's pulling Oh, God. Like, the feathers out of her, like, skin and yeah no and then um
0: like the skin on her fingers. i love oh yeah
1: oh nope 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 um and then kathy bates i love misery it's i think it's one of it's it's in my top three stephen king adaptations oh yeah and it what i just realized is that from watching pearl and then watching misery uh-huh some of pearls like i'm a star like when she's doing her whole like thing yeah it reminds me of you know
0: it's very annie in in misery yeah when she
1: is yeah when when annie is like you know when she's just like oh my gosh like when she's like when she like makes me write the pages it, it's it's in the same vein but totally different yeah
0: like her meltdowns like, but it, are yeah insane and like so scary and that's exactly yeah you're right I I I like didn't even think about that it's not necessarily like a parallel but they're so oh no no similar character wise mentally yeah
1: yes that's that's what I was trying to say it's I just spooky. couldn't find the words
0: I don't like
1: it yeah. you know I, I Kathy Bates performance of Annie Wilkes is so uncomfortable like it's so it makes me like want to like crawl away because I'm like this is so uncomfortable yeah. Like I don't know what I would do if I was in a room with with her. Nope. You know, like, uh, no. It's so tense. Nope.
0: And it's just her and James Conn oh, yeah. the whole movie. Yeah, I like, know. There are th- I'm, of course, peace. there are a few minor characters, but like ninety percent of that movie is just the two of them, and it is so good. They are incredible, both of them. R.I.P. James Cohn.
1: May hey, he rest in peace. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, we've also got Ruth Gordon, who won Best Supporting Actress for Rosemary's Baby. Um, Yes. Yeah, which was also one of those huge, just enormous movies um, that sort of transcended... Because it was uh, being made by such a well-known director, um, it, it just transcended the horror line. And that was... Rosemary's Baby was made before horror was really, like like slimy like a dirty word Yeah, um, it was yeah. still you still had like the exploitation movies and stuff like that but like in the late 60s it was still very like hitchcock and
1: oh absolutely you know
0: th- we were out of like the universal monsters era um but those were considered classics um as was you know rosemary's baby and then a few years later we got the exorcist um as well and you know we had the omen in there too and those yeah those i always group those three movies together rosemary's baby the exorcist and the omen because they all have that Mm -hmm. sort of like late 60s and 70s sort of epic slow burn horror movie absolutely vibe that is so good and so much fun to watch um if you really sit down and watch it, it's, it's, it's oh, absolutely. cinema, you know, like um, I said that with my eyes and closed, then... cinema,
1: <laughs> um, Frederick March won Oscar for his portrayal in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde.
0: Yeah. That had to have been one of the first Which... os- Oscars, right?
1: Yeah. 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 That was, um, in 1932 when the movie came out and it's actually one of the only times that he... there was a tie.
0: A tie. So he
1: share, yeah, he shares the best actor for that year with Wallace Beery for from from the Champ.
0: Interesting.
1: So it's one of only That's six so ties funny. in Oscar history.
0: I want I want to know what the other ones are.
1: So yeah, so it was in 1932, the one I just told you. The next was the next one was in 1950, which was for best documentary short, which was A Chance to Live in So Much So Little. And then in 1969, it was Best Actress, which was Catherine Hepburn in *A Line in Winter* and Barbara Streisand in *Funny Girl*.
0: Interesting. And then in
1: 1987, was Best Documentary Feature. Uh huh. And then in 1995, it was Best Short Film. And huh. the most recent one is was in the next. The most recent one was actually in. 2013 for best sound editing for Zero Dark 30 in Skyfall.
0: Huh. That's pretty cool.
1: I didn't realize that there was one so recently. Yeah. So much rec- as recent as. Oh my the God. The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So I didn't know that there were ties. Um, yeah. So.
0: I feel like going back to acting, you can't talk about yes. winning best actor or actress without talking about The Silence of the Lambs. Um, oh, not at all. It's, it's the front runner. It is the horror movie that it it didn't just win an Oscar. It didn't just win a few Oscars. It won the big no. five. It won best director, won best actor, best actress, best screenplay. And what's the one I'm forgetting? Oh, Best picture, <laughs> and it won best picture. Oh, yeah, whoops. Um, so that's yeah, awkward. <laughs> that, yeah, and that movie suddenly wasn't being called a horror movie either, it was being called a thriller, of course. A crime not. thriller, which it, you know it is, but that's a horror movie, that's a terrifying film, you know. Oh, uh huh, that's like saying that Henry One time- portrait of a serial killer is a, a crime thriller, like that's a horror movie, straight up.
1: One time. When I watched Sons of the Lambs, we were camping, quote-unquote camping. We were sleeping in a tent in in my friend Cody's side yard. Uh-huh. And he brought his TV out, and we watched it in the tent. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: That's, like, and really then someone delivered
1: us. And then someone delivered us pizza, and they shook the tent instead. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> terror. Straight-up terror. That's some of those movies. That's, like, again, watching The Wolfman in a wolf park is another... In on a full moon. That's another one.
0: It's an experience. Peak spooks. I um um, I remember watching The Silence of the Lambs for the first time when I was like I was like a teenager. I think I was in high school. It was like late high school. And mm -hmm. Taylor had seen it already. My sister had seen it already. Um, at the tender age of like thirteen. I'm like, dude, who's showing you The Silence of the Lambs? But I had never seen it. So we sat down and watched it, and like I was so disturbed by that movie. Um the scene with the well in the basement whenever he's you know Duh. the iconic you know it puts the lotion on his skin um I was so freaked out by that uh, you know she's like crying and saying like she wants her mom and it's it's just so sad and so like raw you know it's terrifying and Taylor and Emily are sitting there laughing <laughs> the way that like buffalo bill is talking he's got that voice you know and they just think it's hilarious and i'm like you people are sick i don't i can't watch this movie with you it was oh my god it was horrifying i was so i was freaked out by the movie and also by the fact that like two of my two of the people that are closest to me are like they like this movie they they, like they think this is a fun Mm -hmm. flick and it's not It's so scary.
1: I have a question for you. Okay. Would you consider Parasite a horror movie?
0: No. No. Okay. I just, I asked because Um, some
1: lists like to include that as a horror movie to kind of be like, no, see the Oscars.
0: It can sit at the table, but it's not a horror movie. You know what I mean? Sure. There were a couple, couple instances in that movie that were like frightening, you know? Like when the kid is <laughs> mm-hmm. when the kid is like getting food from the fridge in the middle of the night and that guy it just like his eyes are like staring up from the basement. That was yeah. so scary and it was like suspense but that de- that was not a I don't consider it a horror movie. I thought it was going to be a horror movie. Um, it, it looked like
1: a horror movie. Yeah. I have not seen it. So that's why I'm asking you.
0: Wait, what? You've never seen Parasite?
1: Dude, I have not seen Parasite. Oh,
0: you gotta watch that movie. I think it's on Hulu. I know. Whew, I know. So I know
1: good. it is. I have, yeah. I I just haven't watched. It. I mean, like, it's one of those movies where it's like a bummer because like it's been spoiled, right? Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Really? But oh, that I'd... sucks. Yeah,
1: but I don't. I mean, it's like I have a vague idea. I don't really like know no.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that's kind of how I feel about like Skinamarink. You know that whole movie I, yeah i don't
0: know anything about it i like oh i I've, still want to watch and i've it. heard
1: such i've heard so many mixed reviews about it so i'm like huh
0: yeah i've heard like reviews yeah. um and i love when people post like spoiler free review and i'm like well i mean even if you're not spoiling anything you're still giving me your opinion about the movie which is right sort of a spoiler
1: you I know mean, i have heard like two different like i've heard like reviews from people like on both sides being like this is the greatest horror movie in recent memory yeah to it was terrible
0: yeah i think it comes down to like what type of horror movie you tend to go for because it sounds like it's a really slow burn and yeah. if you're okay with that you're gonna like it
1: so well and it's you know like i said and that's yeah. After we both see we can talk about it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard um, the the boot crew did an episode where they talked about it briefly oh, okay. with, like, no spoilers. They did an episode with the cast of Knock at the Cabin as well. And also, that was, like, spoiler free. I haven't listened to it yet because I have not seen the movie yet. And I don't want to ruin it for myself. Uh huh. But, um, jumping back to the Oscars, of course, um, sound also seems to be a category where the yeah horror genre is has show- gets shown a little bit more love you know like jaws oh yeah mm-hmm. i mean i'd be shocked again if i was you know looking at it at that time i'd have been like if that didn't win i would be really mad
0: did jaws win for music yes it did it did okay um yeah. Has another horror movie ever won for, like, best original score before? I... I don't know. I didn't see any whenever I was kind of looking this up. But, yeah. Um, Yeah, for Sound Design, Exorcist won. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula won. Uh, Aliens... One for best sound editing, um, and both Alien and Aliens won for best visual effects. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> it was also so. Jaws was nominated for best picture, and it lost to one. Um, you know, um, one flew over the cuckoo's nest is what it lost uh-huh. to.
0: Ugh. I love that movie. Um,
1: but you know, it did win. So it won three technical awards, including the for including the musical score. Okay. You know, and jumping back to um, Kathy Bates win. I mean, she was against like some of the best that year. You know, Meryl Streep was in there, and Julia Roberts, like the some of the icons of women acting, uh-huh. where she was against them in the category and won.
0: Yeah, and she wasn't even like super well known. Whenever they cast her in misery. Like she had been in stuff before, but she wasn't right. Kathy Bates. It was because of misery right. she became Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. You know, the Kathy Bates we know and love today. I'd love, oh, her love her in everything. Ugh. I love her. I know. Ugh.
1: Um, The Sixth Sense was also nominated for six Oscars and won nothing.
0: That's shocking to me. I know. And and people loved that movie. That movie was so big whenever it came out. <sighs> Everyone was talking about and then, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's
1: still one of the best twists. Ugh. So, yeah, that was in 2000. It went home empty-handed, losing Best Picture, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Actor to the team from American Beauty. Oh. Hmm. And then Haley Joel Osment lost to Michael Caine.
0: Okay. That, you know... That makes sense, kind of. Um, I love Michael Caine. And I, I feel know. like a lot of I the know. time it's, it's whenever it's someone fair. that young is um, nominated for an Oscar, <laughs> they don't win just because it's kind They're of political. They're so young and they have more opportunities. They give it yeah, to somebody who's a little more... Yeah, who's a little more... Established. Seasoned, I guess. Established.
1: Yeah. Um, and then Get Out, obviously... That was nominated for four of the major categories: so Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Director, and Best Screenplay. Wow! Where Jordan Peele became the first Black winner for original screenplay and was the fourth person in Oscar history to not to be nominated for Picture, Director, and Screenplay for a debut feature film.
0: Wow, that's really interesting. He, right? Wow! I forgot that it was nominated. I pulled for that best directly picture.
1: from an article, so.
0: What? I forgot that it was nominated for Best Picture. I
1: that movie's phenomenal.
0: It's, it really is. I'm it's glad.
1: So good. I'm glad it won. am just glad it won something. So mm-hmm. if it went home empty-handed, I would have been livid.
0: Mm-hmm. And like, I've kind of learned to not take the Oscars so seriously, even though it is taken yeah. very seriously by Hollywood and by you know a lot of people. Um, it's it, it's a lot of it's a lot of politics. It's a lot of Hollywood politics, and it's a lot of oh, yeah. um, just, like, schmoozy bullshit, basically. Um, like, h- how many how many Oscars do you think, like, the Weinstein Company won just because Harvey Weinstein was at, at the helm of that studio? You know, Very like, fair. Miramax and, you know, that sort of thing. I remember when Chicago won Best Picture, people were like, what the hell? Like... That was not the best movie that year and I think a lot of people knew it. Chicago's amazing. It's like one of my favorite musicals I, of all time.
1: I was going to say, I do love that movie though.
0: <laughs> it's Oh, it's fabulous. I love it. But um, yeah, there have been many instances where people have been like, there's like, how did this movie win over this other movie? It just doesn't make mm-hmm. any logical sense. And I, I think it, it does have to do with a lot of politics. And horror movies are like the redheaded stepchild of Hollywood in general. I cannot believe you just said that. (laughs) It's what? I can't believe you just said that. (laughs) That's the term that I'm going to use today. I wasn't
1: expecting it. I was like, okay.
0: Um, Yeah. I just... uh, Horror movies have always been... uh, Not not necessarily like underground, but more... um, It's not for everyone. You know, of course, every single genre has people who don't like it. Like, there are people who don't like action movies or, like, westerns or dramas or whatever. There are some people who only watch comedies, that sort of thing. But horror is really the most divisive genre in filmmaking
1: as a whole. Oh, absolutely.
0: You know... People always say, like, it's just an honor to be nominated. And that makes sense. Like, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I feel like we sort of toss aside. We toss it aside when something doesn't win, especially when it comes Mm -hmm. to horror movies. Like, I don't have a list here, but like, how many horror movies have been nominated for Oscars. So many. I could
1: not find a but I could not find a complete list though, which is yeah. making me mad. You
0: would have to go through like each year probably. I'm gonna make um,
1: it now. I'm gonna make the website for it now because <laughs> I'm
0: mad. Good call. Um Yeah, horror you movies do get first. nominated, you know, from from time to time, but it's like you have to look at the types of movies that are being nominated for these awards. They are Oscar bait dramas. Well, that's like 99% every year, though, like
1: time. every year there is a movie that's almost every year. There's a movie that's nominated that is like a love letter to Hollywood.
0: Oh, yeah. All the time. Look at La La Land. It almost won Best Picture and it thought it did for a minute.
1: <laughs> it did for it. It, it won for a minute. It, um, it really
0: thought it did something. I, mean, I love La La Land. But.
1: Oof. I do too. It's great. It's great. Did you see that? That's getting adapted into a musical, like first stage. So good. Did Did you hear me?
0: Huh?
1: I don't. Okay, you did not. That confirms.
0: <laughs> it's not just did my you ears. Hear... Your, your, um, your. I don't know if it's like your mic or your headphones what or whatever. Keep like going down heck? and up. Well, punch me in the face.
1: Um, no. I said, did. <laughs> Did you hear that La, La Land is getting the musical treatment for the stage? Really? Okay. Yes. Um Yes, that was a recent development. I need to not turn my head because like, now I know why that's happening.
0: That's like one of those musicals that I feel like is gonna look way worse on stage than it did on screen. Oh, I agree with you. I don't know. It was so it was just so like visually just beautiful and like the way they were able to edit it together um Uh yeah so that'll be interesting to see um i'm probably not Um, gonna go see it but like you know it'll be interesting (laughs) to see what they do with it for the stage you know what i'm
1: excited to see is freaking sweeney todd all the visuals and everything that's been coming out oh like with rehearsals i'm so excited um, That's gonna be. Awesome. I have a terrible. I have a terrible gut feeling that Gaten Maserato will not be in it by the time I'm there anymore. Because if the rumors are true and Stranger Things five starts filming in May, oh, might be cutting it close.
0: That would suck. I hope he's there. I
1: do too. If not, as long as Jordan Fisher and you know, I mean, there's still a lot of people in there that I want to see, but Gaten would just be great. Seeing that I almost met him in Chicago, but then he had to back out for something else. Uh-huh. So a quiet place was nominated in. 2019 for best sound editing and did not win.
0: That's funny. Because of there was no sound Ooh. in that movie.
1: <laughs> I stop <laughs> hey <laughs> Um <sighs>
0: yeah.
1: I'm surprised that we haven't talked about Psycho yet.
0: About Psycho? Yeah. Is that what you said?
1: Huh? Yeah, Psycho. What? Yeah, Psycho.
0: Oh, you're,
1: you're... the Alfred Hitchcock film. This Psycho. is
0: proving to be the most difficult episode we have ever recorded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope they love it. I hope the audience I wish we were like on thrilled. Zoom,
1: and I could just like uh, post like the video of us because that would have been so much better. What? Oh boy. So, Psycho, uh-huh. Psycho. Yeah. Um, Alfred Hitchcock earned his fifth Oscar nomination for Best Director uh-huh. for from this from this movie. Um, it also received nominations for Best Supporting Actress, Best Black and White Art Direction, and Best Black and White Cinematography.
0: <gasps> Interesting. I didn't realize they used to have two separate categories for black I didn't and white and color. I this. <gasps> That's mm-hmm. fun. Ooh. Oh. Yes. It makes sense because, yeah, for a really long period of time, what was it, like 30 years? It was both. Right. Wow. Wow really makes you think.
1: So one of the performances that everybody felt like should have gotten an Oscar was for Toni Collette in Hereditary. Uh
0: yeah, 100%. Um Toni Collette puts her whole self into all of her roles. Yes. Uh but Hereditary was Oh yeah. Ask anybody who saw that movie. Like even if even if you didn't like the movie, you're like, yeah, Toni Collette is like incredible in that movie true sc- scream queen but she's like kind of underground because she does everything else too you don't really uh-huh. realize just how many horror movies she's in and she always plays these like she's like a character actress she's always Tony Collette mm-hmm. but she's always like these amazing characters she really puts her whole self into everything Absolutely. i love her
1: but like think about how many movies there are that Nothing. Man, like Jack Nicholson in The Shining.
0: Yeah, The Shining, I don't think was nominated for anything.
1: I don't um, think so either. But like, terrifying. I have
0: a that if that movie came
1: out. Oh, and like Rosemary's now, Baby. That was the other one. Oh, okay. Sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, so you were saying if this movie came out now.
0: I, I, yeah, I feel, I, I don't know. I feel like if The Shining came out now, it would have gotten a lot more Oscar buzz than it did back then. Um, Even though Stanley Kubrick was he was Stanley Kubrick, you know, Um, and that didn't do anything to help him garner a nomination. So what do I know? I don't know. Maybe. But I feel like there
1: was also but there was a lot of drama around that movie, though, too. Yeah. Um, You know, so I think that might have also been. Maybe it played a part. Maybe not.
0: Yeah.
1: So, yeah, um, Oscars do better. That's the moral of the story. Mm -hmm. Do better. And how not like not that the shape of water was like horror, but it is pulled inspiration from
0: it was definitely a monster Monster. movie.
1: Yes. Yes. Sorry. That just came to me just now as I'm like the end. Just kidding. The shape of water. (laughs) Or is it? Cammie, any final thoughts about the Oscars and how they treat horror movies?
0: Um, I'm excited to watch the Oscars this year. I'm excited to watch the Oscars every year. Um, do I need horror movies to be nominated? No. Would it be nice? Yeah, sure. How about you, Kaylee? I am
1: looking forward to our episode next week. Our episode after this one is going to be on the Oscars. Oh, yeah. So we're going to talk about this year's Oscars, which is going to be very, you know, that's a little bit more just movie talk because, you know, Mm -hmm. what horror, right? Yeah. Um. But, you know, I I think there are movies that have definitely been snubbed that it's just a big bummer mm-hmm. because the academy was like, mm, no." You know, so I, but you know, I love the Oscars, love it, hate it, love it. Yeah. You know, there are definitely days where I'm there's definitely years where I'm like, this is just I can't. I
0: can't. I can't do it.
1: But I I like them a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh God, Kaylee too bad
1: um but this episode is all over the place so i think it's time for us to go so uh cammy yeah. where can people find you <laughs> huh what uh where can
0: people find <laughs> you can find you? me on i was just kidding with that one uh you can find me on, <laughs> on instagram at magic ghost baby uh and you can find us our show glitter and gore on instagram at glitterandgore.podcast kaylee where can we find you
1: you can cr- you, what the heck you can find me across all social media at yourgirlkjenn. And if you want more of my voice, you can head over to You Good with KJ, where I'm releasing episodes on Saturdays and these come out on Sundays. And Cammy, what day does your other show come out on?
0: Oh, Saturdays. Um, We're on our break right now, but we should be back by the time this episode comes out. Uh, and I do not know.
1: If you want to hear me and Cammy not talk to each other, but still talk, you can hear us on Saturdays. Yes. And our other shows.
0: Yes, you can. It's a great time. But until
1: then, I'm going to go get some heat from my back because it is killing me. And we'll see you next week. So keep it glittery.
0: And gory. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye.